Today is Friday, August 27th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be mostly sunny with a high of 95 degrees. Here's today's top story. In an effort to protect rural residents plagued by stray bullets, the Johnson County Commission decided Thursday to levy fines of up to $1,000 against reckless shooters. Many families in unincorporated areas of the county have reported bullets hitting their vehicles and homes and, in one case, even landing in a children's playroom. Last year, several residents joined together to demand the county stop the gun use that they say is putting their families in danger. Johnson County officials took up the issue, but Sheriff Calvin Hayden warned that county action was restricted because there is little state law regulating the use of firearms on private property in areas outside city limits. The Johnson County Board of Commissioners last fall passed a resolution, quote, urging and promoting the safe and responsible use and discharge of firearms, unquote, in unincorporated areas. But education on gun safety has only gone so far, Hayden said Thursday. He said that since August 2019, there have been 22 reports of stray bullets hitting homes, trees or other property at 19 addresses. Law enforcement officials and the Johnson County Commission have decided it is time to do more. On Thursday, the board unanimously approved a measure that makes firing bullets over or onto property without permission from the owner a code violation that could result in a fine of up to $1,000. In COVID news, Truman Medical Center's University Health has started offering free COVID-19 treatments to eligible Metro residents as part of Missouri's effort to prevent people from being hospitalized and dying of the virus. On Wednesday, the healthcare system began giving infusions of monoclonal antibodies to people with mild to moderate COVID symptoms who are high risk, which includes anyone 65 or older and people with chronic health problems. Residents do not have to live in Missouri to be eligible. Four infusions were given Wednesday and more came on Thursday as Truman officials spread the word to local hospitals that the treatment is now available. The new Regional Infusion Center, on Truman's main campus at 2211 Charlotte Street, is one of several sites the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services is setting up statewide, including two planned for the greater St. Louis area. This is the first time the treatments, which have been offered by some hospitals including Truman on a limited basis, are being offered to the general public in Missouri, said State Health Department spokeswoman Lisa Cox. The first infusion center the state helped set up was in Springfield. The state estimates the infusion centers, which will operate for 30 days, could treat up to 4,000 COVID-19 patients. Truman is the only site in the metro. In local news, Missouri Governor Mike Parson has appointed the vice president of a capital management firm to fill a vacancy on the Kansas City Board of Police Commissioners. Don Kramer will replace Nathan Garrett, who resigned from the police board in June after his family moved out of the city. Garrett's term on the police board had expired in March but continued to serve. Kramer works for Kramer Capital Management, a firm she started in 2007 after working 28 years in the airline industry. In 2012, Kramer founded the Women's Mastermind Program, which is designed to help women female small business owners, according to a press release from Parsons' office. Kramer could not be immediately reached for comment. Kramer is also a current member of the Clay County Domestic Violence Board and past board member of the Heartland Foundation and Good Shepherd Center. She is also the founder of the Let's Get Jazzed event, which has raised more than $550,000 for Newhouse, a domestic violence shelter, the press release said. Kramer's appointment arrives as the police board is engaged in a legal battle with the Kansas City Council over a budget measure that would reallocate some police funding. Shortly after Garrett resigned, Mayor Quinton Lucas, who serves on the police board, recommended that Parson select a new commissioner from a set of bipartisan candidates that he provided who had experience in civic and community affairs. And finally, in sports news, for 49 seasons, fans have cheered, jeered and tailgated around the parking lot in the communal setting of Arrowhead Stadium. 
Officially, that ended on Thursday, a day before the first and only home game of this Chiefs preseason. The cheering and tailgating won't change. What's changed is the stadium's name. When the Chiefs kick off against the Minnesota Vikings around 7.05 p.m. Friday, they'll do so at GEHA Field at Arrowhead. The stadium opened in 1972, a shared space with Royal Stadium, now Kauffman Stadium, at the revolutionary Truman Sports Complex located east of downtown Kansas City. And the Chiefs resisted changing or altering the name of their home venue for nearly a half-century. Starting Friday, fans will enter a stadium named for Government Employee Health Association, a lease summit headquartered business that supplies medical and dental plans for federal employees and retirees and their families. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.